Yes. <laughs> we nearly had a mishap with not hitting the record button. Again. But I was watching. Yes, you were. So, what's going on, fancy lady? I am crocheting. Nice. And thinking about many of the things that we've seen, learned, and discussed today. Today's been kind of eventful in so many thought ways. processes. <laughs> yes. You might have to shift the mic to just one side because, like, you're breathing right down on it. Like this? No, just like put it to one side of your collar. This? No. <laughs> Hold on, everybody. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently, we're not as well set as we thought we were. <clears throat> Up there. That way, you're not breathing right down on us. Oh. I can still hear something besides my jugular pulse? No, it's not that sensitive. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's like the fuzzies are brushing right against my neck, so. You like fuzzies <laughs> brushing against your neck. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, this is where the microphone does better. <laughs> yeah, it's still here. It's just fine. Oh. oh, today's discussions have involved parallel universes. Oh, fuck, yeah, I forgot about that for a second. Family stuff, uh, kid stuff, okay. um, trying to better yourself stuff, so, so many things. Uh, highlight for our listeners. Highlight is simple in my mind right now. And this is probably the harshest thing you will probably hear today. Family is not blood. Family is only the people that truly develop a deep, understanding, caring relationship with you. Reciprocally. Let that statement sink in. I've, I've had this feeling for many, many years, but over the last 11 years, no, over the last 20 years, I know that's a big jump, but I had to think for a second, over the last 20 years has solidified my clear understanding of this. The, the way that family is supposed to work is not what is out there in the public sphere. We've been bullshitted into thinking that people are supposed to piss you off and then you're supposed to love them. Or they're supposed to blackmail you and then you're supposed to love them. I and think that's the worst thing when you get into things like that. Right. Or, or, <clears throat> or harm you when you're supposed to love them. Right. Or prank you to a debilitating effect and then you're still supposed to love them. I'm here to tell you, fuck Or destroy your marriage or relationship and you're still supposed to love them. Right. Fuck that shit. Or not talk to you for, you know, ever and expect that you're supposed to be the one to always make contact. Or 
your life obviously is in shit if you're not telling them what you're doing. Fuck that noise. That's not family. Real family shows care. Real family shows understanding. Real family shows love. Real family does not laugh at you in front of your face or behind your back if you're not doing well. I know we're starting this off kind of heavy, but whoever needs to hear this right now and today, just know if you're having that issue, know that the people who you can actually depend on, people who spend time knowing you, that's family. The people that you can affirmatively say, I would go to bat for you. And you know for an absolute fact that even if you don't talk to them that much, if you call them up and say, oh my God, you know that they are not even going to wait for you to finish that sentence. They'd be at your house. Fucking rights. That is fucking family. And if they're not doing that, and they're doing the exact opposite of that, that is not your fucking family. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I'm saying it out there, right? That's, that's the highlight. In other news, did you want to discuss, we were watching, well, together we watched the one YouTube video that today, yeah, you know, that genius kid, um, yeah, so, and he highlighted a lot of things that we've already come across and known, and he explained them so well. It was wonderful to see someone else confirming that who has such a hefty background in, in, science and so many other things i was gonna say on top of did that did you want to yeah the name yeah just one second um, oh i know the name right so say the name max laughlin 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 yeah i thought it was laughlin no no it was l-a-u-g-h-l-i-n it, it's pronounced with a k though it, it, it's that that kind of, yes scottish pronouncing pronunciation or pronunciation <laughs> um so there's him, and then it sent me on this trip to find because I know I'd seen there's there's like a couple other kids, but there's only one other that I know of that became like super popular because of his um, thing and thing uh, yeah because well same thing right same, video knowledge well those types of yes, things yes. Uh, I think it's... Good thing. That, that could really mean anything. I'm, I'm trying to find... <laughs> this is going to be like two seconds here. Okay. One. FYI, he's not very jokey this evening. Yeah. My jokes are floating right past him. No, I heard you. I just... <laughs> exactly, you heard it. You're not engaging in the jokes today. Sorry, my bad. He's being super serious. <sighs> See, people don't like when I get serious because I'm... I'm very direct. 
fucking works for me. Oh, I know it works for you. Fucking turns your ass on. <laughs> I like things to be direct. Well, I mean, speaking of the direct thing, one having our little one, because she came quite early. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 12 weeks early. So, <laughs> those who don't totally remember offhand uh, what exactly that perception is, she skipped the whole third trimester. Damn straight she did. So, <laughs> the point about being direct when I was in hospital room, and at that time, you were still busting back from the downtown Vancouver um, workplace there. Yeah. Because you don't you don't park in downtown Vancouver when you work there. Like that's not even possible. That's a dumb idea. There was no way we were getting a jeep down there parked somewhere. Like no, that just wasn't an option. So uh, <laughs> I'm trying to explain on the phone what exactly is happening. So I was, I mean, we were trying to, as far as I knew, we were trying to stop labor and such. And finally, because I know these nurses there, they were trying to do the regular thing they do, not freak out the mother. But I, I need, I like things direct. Just tell me what's up. I was calm. I was cool. Mm-hmm. I knew that being calm and slow in my heart rate would, uh, would uh, do the best and be the best at saving the baby mm-hmm. based on what was going on. Yeah. And finally, when they said... <laughs> I was trying to explain to you the baby may be coming out. <laughs> Seems the baby might be coming today. Mm-hmm. And the one, oh, she, she was so helpful and wonderful. She man- she piped up over and said, no, tell him the baby is coming today. There's no ands or buts. This baby is coming out today. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I was like, great. Direct. <laughs> Just tell me. <laughs> like when, when it, that one and I just kind of mentioned about I like to know what's happening I'm we're good and they saw I was calm enough luckily a couple of them started telling me more so and telling me you know that the umbilical cord was kind of wrapping around her neck she was coming out and her heart rate was soaring even spiking spiking hard every time a contraction came in mm-hmm. hence me calming myself physically to the maximum that I could so mm-hmm. that it wouldn't contract around her neck so hard I was like, okay, just give me the direct information. I mean, at this point, there's nothing I could do. You do what you can. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? Um, you got it brought up now. Yeah. My segue is Be over. Sure, at some point, <laughs> can relay and share that whole story, but that is not for this time. No. That okay, is- just hang on. Let me let me tell the thing. Um, the other the other kid. Is uh, he goes by XKCD Hat Guy? So, have the, I heard about this guy? Yes, you have. Okay, that's the kid that like 12 years ago started describing the fourth dimension. Fucking, I feel that sounds familiar. Yeah, tore up the internet, and then I was just watching that like a couple hours ago because this, this Logland guy it's like man I've never heard this before so I started researching it again and then I, I came up on this other guy because basically he talks about the same line of questioning I guess 
Like the Mandela effect? Well, not, 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 not specifically the Mandela effect, okay. but he talks about these really in-depth, like, universal things. His, the video that really made him was the fourth dimension. Okay. And he broke it down in such a simple way. Like, he was a young kid then, too. So he broke it down in such a simple way that it just totally, absolutely blew everybody's fucking mind. You know, kids do tend to break things down really well. Like when they're right around right. that well, about, 9, you know, 10, 11, 12, yeah. 13 kind of thing. Absolutely. They really do. I did that. I mean, I, I know I did that quite a bit. Yeah. Well, but let me finish the story though. So what made him such a sensation is that he did these series of videos like explaining all these different things and they disappeared mm-hmm. and then he came back and then disappeared and then there was a reddit post that kind of asked about you know where this guy is and and this is the, this guy that was reporting on this the, the youtube video i was watching so he said that somebody kind of responded to the post that claimed to be his wife. Okay. And she basically tore, like, a fucking strip off of everybody. <laughs> Nicely, of course. Um, you know, he doesn't owe you anything. He said he, he produced some videos. Like, he, he's not a public figure for you to, like, he's not at your beck and call, basically, right? <laughs> you guys can just fuck off. <laughs> That's my version of what she said. So don't don't go saying I say she said that. <laughs> Jesus. Have you taken her words and put it in your words? That's the, I'm, I'm gonna sailor that. Your own creative right. license on we it. Sailor the fuck out of that shit. <laughs> so anyway, that stopped, and then he finally came back with a new account, and so he's been posting ever since. But when he came back, and I watched that video, he basically said. The reason that he had to go and come back is because he is autistic. Mm-hmm. Right? So this is like 12 years. Yeah. And then he finally said, you know, he's autistic. He's had Asperger's for, you know, since he was a kid. Mm-hmm. But then it's caused him to not be able to work now to that degree. So now he kind of functions and operates on disability because it's just, it's easier for him to just simplify his life, you know, that way. Well, we understand that in depth here in this household. Oh, no shit. So <laughs> I found that fascinating because the Lachlan kid, he's not autistic, but his brain is moving at that same fucking speed <laughs> and clarity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... I just found it really, really fascinating that, you know, there are these two kids that are speaking these, like, high-level, in-depth truths, things that we sussed out, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago. Well, varying degrees of time. Yeah. Talk about a few things. Yeah. I mean, from but listening... Certainly we've had all, all that knowledge that initially came at least like nothing newer than three or four years ago this is true 
And well, so were, bigger confirmation of it. Well, that's exactly like what it was. Physical, physical bigger confirmation of it. And he went into more depth to to get to give us a better handle on how we would portray that. Yeah. Because, because we, again, like some of those scientific methods of describing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. really worked better. Yes, yes, it did. I, I will he's, thoroughly He's got agree a gift for you. explaining. Yeah. I'll absolutely agree with you on that. that I found that that was... Oh, like, it wasn't mind-blowing information because we already knew it, but it was mind-blowing presentation. That's what yeah. I found. And people now are probably really curious what's on this video. I mean, obviously, go watch it, but um, this one, what was it? This particular one that we watched, what was it titled? Just in case anybody wants to find the one that we're referencing well, that we saw today. His, 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 oh God, I, I hate using Okay, just, oh, just for the sake of just I for the, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. just, just for the sake of using it, I'm gonna use this cliche. I absolutely fucking hate it, but I'm just using it for reference here. So his claim to fame is that he, what's that word? Uh, Hypothesis. I can't fucking remember the word now. Hypothesis? No, hypothesize. Yes, that's the word. Hypothesize. <laughs> you haven't watched enough some, Ada Twist lately? Oh, for some <laughs> fucked up reason, my brain just wanted to say hypothesized or. Because Rosie Revere said it always mixes up her words, and that's why. Oh, because your dyslexic mind would have taken one of the mix ups. <sighs> I gotta stop being around when she's watching that show. <laughs> <sighs> fucking hate a twist. I love the show and I fucking hate the effects. <laughs> anyway. Well, I love some of the effects. I know you do. Anyway. And we now have a stuffy named Mushu. Jesus. Yeah, this is true. Anyway, the his claim to fame is that he hypothesized that what CERN did, if you don't know what CERN is, I'm talking about the acronym C-E-R-N, right? What CERN did was when they turned on the collider, they absolutely fucking blew shit up. But by his hypothesis, because the, the universe needs balance, what actually happened was that the universe that we actually are from and well were from got absolutely decimated demolished fucked up in terms of the whole multiverse theory we just it pushed our world into that world or into the next nearest. Into the next nearest universe. Like, this is, uh, according to his hypothesis, we are not living in our original universe because CERN turned on the collider and fucked our shit up. But then, depending on how old you are, this has happened more than once. Yes. So there is that as well. But especially because one of, of the uncertainty. One of the key things he made mention of, um, and because this is where the Mandela effect comes in, uh, when you have that shift, most things generally are the same. Like a lot of the major things. I mean, you may be missing some people, but mm -hmm. generally we're not really aware of it. Well, if you're not Very paying rarely, attention to it. Right? You know, unless yeah. you're not paying attention, there's stuff like the people thing and then small differences 
will be the case which is where that Mandela effect comes in. So for those of you who do not know the Mandela effect, um, there are people who remember Nelson Mandela dying in, what year did he say it was? I can, it was back in the 80s. In the 80s. Mm -hmm. And remember a televised funeral service and everything. Mm -hmm. But yet, of course, in our, if you look up anywhere, we all know that he did not die at that time. So even the two of us here, I well, I wasn't around at the time to be able to really perceive or know mm -hmm. that memory of the original death date. Mm -hmm. uh, all I know is the more modern version. But there are a lot of people who have that memory of and, that death in the 80s. And, just to be and that clear, is where the Mandela effect comes from. Just to be clear with our listeners, I am one of those people. I remember, and, and I remember this detail simply because it was such a huge, catastrophic event for Trinidadians. This, this is why. It was such a huge, catastrophic event for Trinidadians that Nelson Mandela died. At the time, I remember the simple fact that I watched this event take place on TV on our... Remember, remember I told you that we had that... It was our very first color TV as a family. Mm -hmm. It was a red TV by the company Sharp. And I remember this. Like, you, know, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that you remember of, that level of detail. That level of detail. Yet, nobody else past that time remembers it. Uh, another thing that the, the kid was talking about in, in the video, the Lachlan kid, um, mirror, mirror on the wall, right? From the Disney movie. Yet, in present current reality it's magic mirror that is said right and there's another one where uh, Meryl Streep was was switched out for uh, Julia Roberts in something and then the most famous one of them all is Sinbad the comedian well see I don't know if that's the most famous one but the one that's well, most memorable for you. Well, it's well. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, for a lot of black people, it's a huge one because Sinbad. There we go, a huge one. A huge one, right? Because he he was in the movie Shazam, and for years there was no proof or record of this movie ever having been made. Yet, I showed you that video just the other day where he came out and said, look, yes, the movie got made. And there was some serious government negotiations that had to go on to get it released. <laughs> right? Right. So, I mean, there are all of these effects. And it could, the hypothesis is right now the only thing that could explain it. The, the actuality of these multiverses. And in the video, he was explaining how it worked and was, while he didn't go into tons of detail about the math, he certainly explained 
Well, the video, the video never really showed like the full video. No, they, was, they just knew the highlights. Like, yeah, but as you yeah. said, there, there's definite math to prove it. Yeah, I would like love he, to see that full video. Yeah, that would be great. You know, so I mean, what are the odds <laughs> that anybody who actually had anything to do with that video is actually listening? If you are, reach out to us. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this shit. We're on point with that. I don't even know if it can be corrected. Like, I mean, on that level. Well, if it's destroyed, logically, you wouldn't be able to correct. But then, like it says, you know, the concept of infinity is not actually what we view as infinity. Exactly. So there's infinity of infinity of these parallel well, universes so it's the fascinating concept i mean well, because, could you ever run out of them well look at what he talked about it's certainty and uncertainty and even uncertainty is a certainty in its uncertainty yeah i know i just blew a few people's minds right there but like just just play it back just do the scroll thing just scroll it back like two seconds <laughs> you'll, you'll hear right and we've seen that like i've seen that with magic I've seen that very clearly with magic. We've seen the effects of that with magic. Like certain rituals that I've done have produced some really bizarre effects. Mm-hmm. You know? So we, we've seen snippets of evidence is what I would say of what he's talking about. Yeah. Right? It was, it was really intense. You got that thing going on? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully the microphone doesn't pick it up. Hey, a little bit. Not that much. You didn't put on the machine, did you? Not yet, because you're not supposed to be doing thinking things, particularly when you're oh, using it, remember? Right. So I didn't think that was wise. Oh, well. <clears throat> yeah. We'll help after. Yeah. Yeah. God. That was an elevating video, for sure. Freaking all of it. And we've known these things. Like, the way I've described it is I know that there's a lot beyond our current cognition. Like, the human body doesn't hold... Like, the human brain doesn't hold nearly enough to know everything. Or the parts of it that are able to be regularly used at this point. When I looked at this kid, I saw a lot more of his brain being utilized. It would be interesting to see if he actually has had a like a CAT scan and stuff and actually see what's in or MRI mm. to see what's going on. That would be fascinating to see if it actually does cons- show a lot of additional pathways well, and connections. I wouldn't doubt that it's happened because he is definitely stirred up the scientific community to the point where they've been truly pissed off with him. <laughs> you know what but, I mean? Like, I mean, I've known... Because, well, he got, that he, he got that much attention that it caused them to be up all, like... Right. I've known that there's much more beyond what we can perceive. And that it goes beyond what I can even fathom. He laid it out in terms that are much more fathomable. 
Mm-hmm. That was the best way that I had to really vocalize the concept that I see in right. many more dimensional layers. Well, imagine that, I mean, at 13, because he was 13 in that video, hey? Mm-hmm. So at 13, imagine the books that he read to be able to hypothesize this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, and, and people tend to think, you know, like, kids can't really handle that, you know, and which, I mean, we know is not true. It's fucking kibosh. Like, I mean, just... Okay, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm, like, I'm not saying, saying this out of perfection for our listeners, but pay attention to what your kids are doing because... They'll show inclinations to things, and that's the time to jump on it. I mean, you don't have to go full bore, you know, and helicopter the shit out of them, but like give them the opportunity to to truly explore that thing that they're into at that moment. You're breathing right into the microphone again. Am I even doing that? I don't even know. Oh, you know what? I was starting to slightly zone out and see more things, and so I was probably okay, heavy you. breathing. Yeah. Going into, the, yeah, when I tend to go know, psychic mode. I, no, our I, listeners I, don't know when I go psychic oh, mode. Oh, fuck yeah, that's right. I forgot they were listening for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so what our listeners don't know is that when I go psychic mode or I'm scrying, I tend to breathe heavily. Yeah. I do the same thing, too. I mostly do when I'm when I'm doing a healing session, though. Yes, that you do. Yeah. There have been times I've thought you've dozed off because you have such a heavy snore yeah. when you're sleeping. Yeah. Like, I've actually thought you've dozed off when you're healing. And instead, you're just breathing. You know, I, the best way for me to describe that is... I don't know, like... Deep convers... Deep meditative conversation... Mm-hmm. In, in other words, if, if you ever watch like old school kung fu movies where, you know, the two guys, they haven't even fought yet, but they show a massive fight scene and then they cut back to the two guys just sitting there with their eyes closed meditating. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what it's like for me when I'm healing a person's body. Like I go in like full regalia and I'm like just beating the shit out of <laughs> pathogens and shit <laughs> who the fuck are you get the fuck out of here <laughs> pack, pack your shit and get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> you don't belong here <laughs> you know it's you know, full on full on battle mode. leading that white blood cell army kind of thing straight up <laughs> Italian leader. And then when everything is gone, I'm I'm like that I'm like that black mama. Mm-mm. The, see, C- come here. Let me let me let me put that bay leaf rum on it. <laughs> Get you some healing. <laughs> you soothe everything. You sing a song or two. You know you rub, <laughs> caress. Oh, <pardon> me. <laughs> it's all good. You know, I just I don't know. It's middle of the night kind of time as usual, so a yawn slipped out. 
Yeah. Yeah, we had a really heavy emotional day, though, so... It has been. Yeah. And I mean, those, just so people know that are listening, those do happen no matter what point in life you are, no matter how successful or unsuccessful you are, there are going to be days that are tough, that are emotional. No matter how raised you are, there are going to be days where things feel like, feel outside of your control. Yeah. But it just it's, appears that way. Yeah. It, it's mostly, it's just it's mostly things about changing around you yeah. adapting. So just yeah. weather the storm, keep your own peace. Those are really cliche. It's a cliche thing. But it's true, too. Yeah, I'm not my, explaining that well. well my words my, are not coming out well enough to give people the depth well, of I'm what sure, I see in my I'm head. Well, I'm sure there are people who would understand exactly what you just said. My, my translated version of that is you have the choice on how you choose to react. For me, I'm explosive. Even that's a cliche because they say that. Well, true. That's an actual cliche. I am explosive all the time because I've, I discovered very early in my life that if I don't express it, express what I'm feeling in that moment, it physically damages me because my body goes into almost like cortisone shock. And then I immediately suffer like mad cramps, muscular pain, threw my back out once with that fucked up shit. Right? Well, and when you were younger, like you said, you nearly killed yourself with stress just yeah. by not having an outlet. Yeah. So I learned that for me, it's better to be explosive and get it out. That's not to say that you have a temper that can't be no, controlled. No, 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 this has nothing to do with temper. Let me be really, really clear about that for our listeners. Like, it's, this is not about temper. When I say explosive, I mean I have to exasperate exactly what I feel. <laughs> have we explained the he dead, he dead concept? Oh, right. Might as well explain that one again yeah. so they understand yeah. what you mean by explosive I, and I exasperating. Go, I go full trini. I go full trini to exasperate. Like in, in in Trinidad, where I'm where I'm from, you know, if somebody died, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, what you would here we would first say girl, yeah, for, yeah. first first oh, world country, so and so, you know, passed away, yeah. so and so went to heaven, something like that. Yeah, we don't we don't say that shit. <laughs> it's like you know what, so it's Mr. John, you remember Mr. John, Mr. John, dead, you know, is daddy dead, you know, the man dead. <laughs> That that is what Western world would consider an exasperation of the of the event, and for me, that's how that's how I go explosive. Because you exasperate if I, the thing in I, all detail. Some mm. people some people shake because they're so angry, and it's literally because the vibration of the thought process is energetically causing your muscles to move it needs action right so <laughs> sorry that must have just i know is well yeah it's a trigger thing right so for me it's the same thing i use my words to do it so my body isn't doing that because when my body does it I'm out, I'm down, some, that's it. It's the end of the day, just fucking sign our go to sleep. 
And for me, the words are lost. Right. A, yeah, your body takes control of that thing, right? Yeah, words so, do not leave the mouth. They, there's the connection from the, that synapse going, here's the word, get it to the mouth and out the mouth. Yeah. Just breaks right down. Yeah. So, I mean, what we're saying is find that outlet that is natural, right? And you have to understand, I mean, in, in, our, in our social... <laughs> in our social world, um, people get really, really fucked off and offended if you are expressing a disturbance in your force. And our version is, fuck it. If you really care that much about not, you know, offending people, then fine. Go somewhere else, excuse yourself, go express and exasperate and scream to the top of your lungs or jump around or run fast. Whatever the fuck you got to do to get that energy outside of your mind, go do it. Because I promise you, you'll feel better. You know, some people take up, you know, martial arts or... You know, some people love the energy of of uh, <clears throat> short game soccer, or you know, or, Run, or running, or uh, yeah. Some people just need to get a violent video game on, right? Or some seriously <laughs> dirty music, or yeah. like head pounding music. Yeah, headbangers, or you know, whatever it is, you have to use that because that's your modus. That is the thing that your body says we have to do to get this energy out, to express it. And if you're not doing that, you'll always find yourself like at a place where your body says, okay, you know what? You're not giving us an outlet. We gonna push all this shit to your head and you're gonna be fucking out for a month. You know, it's what happens. We, we see this shit all the time. You know, and then next thing you know, you end up joining the bandwagon of, well, mental health without having a clear definition of what aspect of mental health you're experiencing. You know what I mean? There are a lot of people who just, and I know some people will get all fucked off about me saying it that way, but it's the truth. There are many, many things that can be done to resolve many aspects of mental health experiences instead of just you know acquiescing and saying oh yeah you know it's just you know I'm, just because everybody else is saying the term like you have to identify the thing that you're going through and then figure out okay is there a way that I can actually solve this or resolve this or what can I do to assuage having to always have a breakdown you know and what I mean? bear in mind just as disclaimer and stuff that's regardless of whether you take medication or not well exactly even if you're taking medication that I is mean, a way ultimately to, that's a way if to you do don't it. try to help the issue itself you'll always need more and more it'll just keep getting you know you have to find a way to keep it at, at a level manageable thing yes it, you, you have to know, and this this comes back to knowing what knowing that, that, that modus. Yeah. 
you know, if, where if, your outlet is. I mean, there's so much more to talk about that whole mental health and health concept, mm -hmm. but this is one major aspect. Yeah. Is to know that modus. From everything that we've seen in our practice, you know. And I mean, let me let me be very very clear on that as a disclaimer. Like we don't tell people to just stop taking medication. Like we don't do that at all. You know, if, if you're taking your medication based on a, a, a licensed you know physician recommendation, yeah, you go ahead and do that. What you do outside of that, you have to determine because it's your body. You own that body. The doctor doesn't own the body. Nobody else owns the body. You own it. You're the one living in it. So it, it might be a good idea to listen to the body that you own. <laughs> the way I look at it is, if you ultimately do want to potentially be healed, it's definitely not going to happen medication alone. Like medication, by that I mean the medication. Medication only. Yeah, yeah it, it does a specific thing for you. It's replacing a certain thing. Certainly, it will solve a problem and like get you to a good baseline. But if you don't work through um, some of the issues, like use that medication as a as the best tool you've ever had to like give yourself the opportunity to set up what's going to help you manage normally. And by doing that, having the extra setups, even if you stay on the same medication you're not going to top out on it the this same as you might otherwise yeah and we know again we, in my family we know who keeps topping out because they won't yeah. just put in just the slightest bit of effort yeah See, and, and has and destroyed themselves we and we like i mean again we we i, re, I reiterate Everything we talk about comes from first-hand knowledge, first-hand experience. This is not a hearsay thing, right? We've, we've seen clients, close friends experience these things. So we have an observational, uh, an observational fact. Well, and even a psychiatrist in any kind of mental health scenario will tell you that apart from the medication, you do have to go through, you know, gaining some tools and Yes, they such. do. Absolutely. So we're not really saying anything much different. We're not saying anything that new. No, it's not new. <laughs> it's just we've got some deadly good tools. Yes, we do. That we do. And we can, we're really good at tailoring tools for a person. Yep. That's how we do. <laughs> I don't know. This is... Oh, I thought we were going to talk longer about the parallel universe thing, but I kind of I, feel like we did that in. I think it's too. I think people have to go watch the video. I think so. Like, the, like it's so well explained. I don't think there's much more to add on that except that it's really. Like we can't, if we if we if we try to explain more, it's just going to be spoilers. Like you have to go watch. Well, it's it. not even that it's spoilers. It's just repeating the same thing, but not in as great a way that he did. Yeah, he fucking nailed it. Like absolutely nailed it, and even this 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 other this other kid, uh, uh, what is it here? 
XKC, XKCD hat guy. Right, and so, I just don't remember that one offhand, so that's probably why we haven't discussed it, because I don't remember offhand. If I show you his picture, you'll know, you'll know who Oh, it is. quite possibly. The question is, will I remember an audible conversation? That guy. Yes. Remember him? I remember him. Yeah. Don't remember content, though. Right, there you go. My auditory memory... Yeah. Um, is uh, far, <laughs> far, um, what, what's the term? Superseded by my visual yeah. memory. Yeah. I know. My kinetic memory. <laughs> Doesn't matter which, um, any which way you're looking at it, my auditory <laughs> learning is way down at the bottom of everything else. <laughs> It's right there at the bottom. Actually, I had a teacher in high school, chemistry teacher, who got mad. And at that time, I was still super shy, having a lot of problems. Like, wouldn't let me take notes at all. I had to drop the I class. Remember, I remember you talking about that. And, like, I, there were no other chemistry teachers. Like, I could not take the chemistry because after the first pop quiz, I failed it because he wouldn't let me take notes. And so I had no, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't recall anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we had a textbook, but that wasn't the stuff that he put on his test. He talked about, it was the stuff he was verbalizing that was on the test. And he literally screamed and got right in my face abusive. Obviously, now I would know to report something like that, but he straight up got abusive when I tried to take notes. And yeah, the auditory memory on me was so much I had to drop the class. It's fucked up. See, you it know, is really, it remember, really is fucked up. You remember that, that, uh, remember when, when I was just, um, doing the classes on, on, uh, the teaching skills? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That course, that online course actually talked in depth and in detail about, uh, learning, learning methods. Yeah, and I mean, even when I was in college, we did a whole, um, I think it was called Human Re- no, human Relations course, mm-hmm. mini course in there. Mm-hmm. And again, really big in learning styles and personality types and all of that. And it really solidified for me yeah. like exactly what, what, what how to verbalize and truly understand my learning style. I mean, I knew that I could not remember things that were told to me, but if I wrote it down, I could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, learning learning styles is very important. I think I think uh, it's just as important to incorporate that as it is in conversation for learning how to understand the way someone listens. Yeah, and I mean, like just to give an example in case anybody's interested, like my visual part is to the point where, because I, for the day job bit that I do, it's on a phone, like in call center type stuff. Somebody, like I, <laughs> some of my coworkers have made it kind of a cute joke because mm-hmm. I always have a pad of paper with me mm-hmm. or a paper with me every day. And I'm always scribbling on, but it's how I remember things. Like somebody will be telling me a story, you know, and they'll be like, two weeks ago, blah, 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 this. And, I was, and I'll be jotting down like, two weeks and like and i'll be like 
3.2 versus you know <laughs> 6.1 or whatever it is. Right. And I'll jot down daughter, <laughs> you know, because they'll tell me the daughter did this and be like, daughter, and because all of these are triggers for me to remember what I'm doing when I'm later trying to put down the right notes. Well, yeah. Because if I don't have those, I will forget some major points. And I've actually done that where I've had to try to recall the thing, go back and re revise notes. But if I've jotted down a few things, I'm like, oh, yeah. Then you know what you're know you writing. <laughs> yeah. Le learning styles, people. Learning styles. It's like just, yeah. It's fascinating stuff. Just those little things will suddenly bring back the entire conversation. But if I have nothing, most of the conversation will just slip right out. Mm -hmm. I'll just, I just glanced across here at YouTube. I don't even know if I should say it. What? Apparently, this, this guy got canceled. Which guy? The Joe Rogan guy. Netflix didn't, or, or Spotify, or some, somebody did not cancel him because they've got a big contract. Did they cancel him now? I, I, I don't know. This was... I mean, there's a cancel culture about him, but I don't, I think the officials said that they are not, not canceling him. Well, they changed the they changed a lot of the policy because it's been up and down. When I when I posted it, it, it uh, when I posted the last episode, it came up on the policy thing, like the new policy changes or whatever. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, we really? like to follow what's going on with some of these. It's interesting to see what happens with controversies because yeah. for us. We're not the people who are going to get up on a thing unless it really is world changing. <laughs> and because, I mean, the first to get burnt are the ones in the front lines. Usually. So, but we really do find it interesting to see what's going on, um, personally compare some thoughts, and mostly make observations about, gosh, they could have done this better, or, you know, even taking this stance, blah, blah, you know, they could. If they had done this, it would have just, you know, the psychology of some of these things is really fascinating. Here's my generalized statement. My generalized statement is, okay. Okay, well, you know, I'm gonna take in for a moment. Like, no, you no, talking no, no, about... no, 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 I'll oh, say it, I'll okay. say it, I'll say it. My, generalis my generalized statement is this. If you're going to endear yourself to a movement, think it through. Thoroughly. Like, really? And once you've thought it through, then seek out people who are qualified to also think it through thoroughly and even at that point get someone else who is well versed in hypothesizing scenarios and work through those thoroughly because once you do that then you can set out a plan 
and activate the plan successively. That's that's my stance. I I consider that I've been born in a very peculiar timeline of this world because I've seen a lot of movements and I've been watching movements my entire life. So it's, it's really bizarre for me, specifically because of the time that I was born, to watch all of these movements do the exact same thing and, in my opinion, make the same mistakes. Like, that's, that's, from my observational point of view, they all, no matter what the genre, they all make the exact same mistakes. Exactly, and like, no matter which side of a thing you're on, or, like, it just, the, it's just such a repetition. It is bizarre that it's, it's repeated. Exactly. And that's and you that's, see that's throughout history stand. these things being repeated yeah, it's not as well. New. It's not fucking new. I know it's like if like any. If, it's such a waste of energy to not do it properly. Properly. Yes. If you're not paying attention. Yeah. And that that's that's the thing that I find bizarre, because it's written in the history books that are. Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) Right, gotta make sure things are always said politically correct here. It's it's written in history books that are allegedly (laughs) correct or corrected. (laughs) Either way, there's historical records of this exact same series of actions and activities that always lead to the exact same outcome. And I don't understand if there's an awareness of that. I don't think there is, but I don't want to assume. And see, you didn't get taught here in Canada, like school-wise, no. in history, we went over the repetition. Like, we discussed repetition. I remember writing an S, a mini-essay about it on a test. Hmm. So, it can't be not known. I mean, yeah, I had a great history teacher, mm-hmm. but still. So did I. That's... And mind you, at that time, we... Like, our, our history teacher was, he was a, I, I would say, just kind of looking back now, I would say he's like a borderline savant. Like, he, he's a pianist, a very, very accomplished pianist, and he was also a history teacher. His knowledge of music, and particularly, like, chord progressions and movement in music, is just profound and he truly loved history his knowledge of like every single revolution 
would have astounded you? Ah, uh, not nearly as much as my godmother's. I, I don't know. I don't know. They might be right up there he, together. He, he didn't. He he handed us the books. Mm-hmm. He never looked at them. That's, that's I've learned tons of stuff from my godmother, and she she just knows by heart. So I don't know. Be interesting. Yeah, Be interesting. That's, to that's that's how he was. Do a history off, <laughs> like you know, like spelling bees, but like history bee. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. And he and he, he was really, but so, but he had an extreme passion for it. So I I learned to appreciate history. I I hated history when I was school but I learned to yeah I knew but I learned to appreciate it because of him I loved it it's only when I got older that I got into history I still like history I mean I listen to a podcast about history sometimes like when I'm folding laundry yeah I know what you do (laughs) weirds me out (laughs) I like it (laughs) I mean I get I get why I get why you know it's, it's an enjoyable interest to me I mean look at my like ultimate favorite series ever right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in case anybody doesn't know already from referencing most podcasts that we've done <laughs> my favorite series is the earth's children earth's children series yeah. by gene m all i think i know every book without having reading it just because <laughs> of the stories you tell me uh, you only know the first the first one really well Oh, somebody needs to... You don't to, know much about the rest. Somebody no. needs to just fucking man the fuck up and... Make actually, them into an ex- excellent movie series? Yes. Yes, that would be phenomenal. Like, don't botch it. <clears throat> don't fuck it up. There was one done many, many years ago for the first book, The Clan of the Cave Bear. And it was nice enough, but it was old and it was definitely a B-movie. Yeah. To take it into, like, Oh, that, you could do it so gorgeously, like Harry Potter or Marvel level stuff. It's, there's so much there that you could do. Okay, so I I like that, but if I, if I have to have any influence over something like that, I would say, don't do no M. Night Shyamalan, don't do James Cameron, don't do um, Scorsese, like none Not of those guys. Not familiar with him, but I do agree so far with the list that I don't think they take it in the direction that I personally would love to see it in. Nah, they. You know who they need for that? Hmm. Who I personally think would give that series the ultimate treatment is um, the guy who directed last samurai the the See? tom the tom cruise last samurai yeah I, or, I haven't really seen it that much to or know. my my next equivalent not runner-up but my next equivalent would be the animation director for um spirited away i'm not familiar enough with either of those to really offer whether or not i agree all right hmm if you, if you the listeners have, have have seen those two, that would be that would be my either or choice 
for director for the Earth Children series. Like, if somebody actually just buck the fuck up, get some balls, and do this thing right. <laughs> oh, it could be amazing. Oh, who, astounding. Who, who did we have again for 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 Ayla? I can't remember who. We had a few. Like, I think at one point we thought everyone from uh, was it. At one point, we thought Kate Blanchett, Lily Sobieski, you know, Ooh, yeah. because of her deep voice, which was a key factor in the Ayla character, yes, right? Yes. And there's a few others I can think of now that still, would do I, it really well. I still think Kate Blanchett for an older version of Ayla. Her, I definitely her, get her it. acting is. Mm, mm. Yeah, phenomenal, definitely. Kate, if you're listening, fucking awesome. I think Nicole Kidman could pull her off too. <gasps> yes. She could really pull her off. I remember actually, we talked really, about that. I remember you know, we talked about that. You know, after seeing that last series that she did, that uh, one with, um, oh, what was it called? <clears throat> remember that retreat one? Oh, shit. Right? After seeing that, I could absolutely see her pulling off Ayla. Nine Strangers. Nine Strangers, yeah, after seeing Fuck that, she would pull off Ayla's character. <gasps> beautifully uh, i mean of course um in the first look you've got the younger version so you'd have to have a couple of much younger versions too but yeah. she's she's timeless enough to make it really work yeah for a lot of oh you know who, anyway. you know who <laughs> i would love to you know because according to what you told me like ella gets into more of a kind of a warrior thing later on, right? Some something along that line. That's actually quite early because she becomes like she's she hunts. And when you she's know. like seven I think or something, seven or eight, she starts hunting. You know who else I would throw in there? Hmm. Charlize Theron. I'm just thinking about just that. just based on her work with she the, would play the, the older version very well, yeah. yeah. Ba- based her, on, like the, like the month when yeah. when she becomes Zelandani, yeah, she could play that nicely too. She would pull oh. it off. Just just from her role with um yeah. with what was it the Immortals? No, no, Old Guard. That one, yeah. yeah. I hear you. Yeah. yeah, she might do it well too. Okay, whoever is listening, if you, if you, <laughs> we're serious about this. Like, yeah, Shulman is like, what are we talking about? In, How to cast my favorite book series. <laughs> like, Earth Children series is a fucking it is phenomenal truly amazing. series. Like, I, I'm, I'm quite certain that if it is properly well done, this will be the adult version of Harry Potter. Like, there are too many adults that know this series well enough to be like, fuck that, I'm going to see that movie. I'm going to see that series. They will see this shit through the end like fucking Lord of the Rings shit. Like, we're talking, like, if it is done right. Did you know there's a new Lord of the Rings apparently coming out? Yeah, I know that. Oh, of course you do. Come on, of course Lord. you know it before me. Jesus. Who do I think I am? You're always going to know those before me. Same my first rodeo. <laughs> um, yeah. He's the movie guy on the novel girl. Yeah. As far as our entertainment type stuff goes. Yeah, I think I think I think that's the biggest lineup I could have so far. I mean, I've seen 
other really amazing. <gasps> that other, oh, no, but I don't know. Are there black people in, 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 in uh, yeah, 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 Rannick in, um, Shit, yeah, that's right. You told me about uh, that. It was other love interest later on. And uh, I think he would be the only one because the story there is because his mother was dark as ebony, I think they said, or dark as obsidian was the description. <laughs> We're called <And> obsidian. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Anyway. Uh, now, and okay, okay. Time out, time out. Just for, just for our, our audience sake. The reason why I laugh at this is because back in Trinidad, <laughs> the, the, the crowd I used to hang with, my, you know, we all grew up in church, right? So the crowd I used to hang with, there was a guy that we used to call 2 a.m. <laughs> We're all laughing at where this could be going. <laughs> well, at first, his, his his first name was 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 Midnight. You know, really? Like, yeah, his first name was Midnight. No, no, I don't mean like his actual first name. Oh. <laughs> like his nickname, his first nickname oh, was Midnight. Oh, his nickname? Okay, I thought he meant his real name. Really? His, his first nickname was Midnight. And then one night we were all walking home late after church. <laughs> We couldn't see him. <laughs> so, somebody was looking at the, I don't know, somebody had a watch. I was looking at the watch. You're like, shit, boy, you look like 2 a.m. I can't see you. Because <laughs> it was fucking 2 a.m. on that <laughs> Saturday night, 2 a.m. And that stuck. Like, it was done. Like, you, <laughs> every Big time. for life. Yeah. 2 o'clock. What are you doing? <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, so I could see that being obsidian. Actually, on a side note, that was really... I remember the first experience I had with not seeing you in the dark in the yeah. car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were... Because I remember you were, you were talking with your hands about something or trying to describe something. So not only was I, like, driving, so only taking quick glances, but I couldn't see your hands because it was dark out we're in the room like we're driving on the highway it's Saskatchewan right like there's no there's no lights it's, it's rural oh, and it's just the headlights like I can't I couldn't see your hands <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, and you're like what? realized that I needed you to tell me in words <laughs> describe Jesus <laughs> oh that was a funny moment because until then I hadn't really thought of something like that <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is true. There's no reflection. No, no, not at all. Fuck your reflection. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. We're funny experience. About, we're about that blend. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, given our little one's um, favorite Ada Twist episode, oh, camouflage like the Easter Bunny. Oh fuck. <laughs> They came out with the second season for Ada Twist, and she's obsessed. Oh my god. <laughs> Epicness. Uh, well, this has been a fair bit of some good stuff and some nothingness. I think it was therapeutic today. It is. This, is, this has been therapeutic for us. Yeah. Our version of shooting the shit. Yeah.
still take my first message seriously, people. <laughs> don't yeah. don't buy into the social construct bullshit. Forge good relationships. If 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 you're not sure if it's a good relationship, if it keeps seeming like it's not worth it, probably isn't. Fucking cut it off. There's, there's why, no, why do you need to waste your energy? There's no time to waste the fucking energy. There's how many billions of people out here, right? Like, what is it? Some, are we at 7 billion for world population or something? Close to fucking 8, man. Well, with all this shit, it might be less now. I don't know. Somewhere up in there. I don't know off the top of my head, but something like that. Like, there's, there's, a, there's plenty of people to be your people. Yeah, don't don't get caught up with the you know the don't don't think you're unworthy no. of better people in your life. No, we experience that so many times. And just let me let me reiterate what what Sage said. Do not think for a second that you are unworthy of good people in your life. Which is to say, the opposite would be, you are worthy of good people in your life. Fuck the bullshit. And just know that you are worthy of good people in your life. I recognize that some people really can't do without people around them. But even if you're at that, recognize if you are just looking for a bit of, you know, acquaintance, companionship while you find the right people, use it as just that then. Yes. Or, you know, but don't try forging an unnecessarily pointless type of relationship. You know, if you need people around you, great. Have some acquaintances, but... Keep looking for the real people yeah. that will work for you. And if you're like me and, you know, enough of a loner, feel free to say, uh, screw it, I'm not forging a relationship with anyone who isn't really my kind of person. Like if you're not an outstanding person. <laughs> <laughs> for who I like to have around me. Yes. If you're that person where you really just couldn't like you have literally zero fucks to give then be comfortable with that that you absolutely only want people who are outstanding around you and bear in mind because this is something i've got i come across because i even co-workers like they have a few that just can't not be around people mm -hmm. if that be the case own exactly what that is that you need companionship own but it. don't let yourself get fooled into basically putting your whole heart and everything out to an acquaintance that will never reciprocate in any kind of true caring fashion yeah. just enjoy the companionship and continue seeking out great new people until you find somebody who meshes I've never been personally good at that, but at the same time, I've had to learn to adjust my sense of, uh, of companionship to operate in that way. I was very helpful with that. I found you. Yeah. I was like, I knew what I was looking for. I found you. This is true. Zoomed in on you, apparently. Yo, zoom, zoom. you my person. <laughs> I see you. You my person. <laughs> yeah. I remember that from Grey's Anatomy. Um, the two <laughs> best friends early on, the Meredith Grey and Christina Yang characters. Yeah. 
and um, they're best friends. And they're like, you're my person. That was a. You what? are my person. Was it that one? No that man were... will come be- between us. No, nobody will come. You're my person. And it was like when I saw you, you're my person. Was it that that they were filming at the library that one time? Was it that one? Well, it wasn't. Wasn't that? No, show, that right? time that we saw everything. Yeah. Uh, that was Supergirl. At the library. Yes. Really. Yes. Well, shit. When they brought the helicopter down. Yeah. Yeah, that one that we saw. Yeah. Well, goddamn. Uh, the movie I'm watching right now that I just started, um, I think it's called The Unforgivable. Sandra Bullock. It's definitely filmed out here because the one scene she's in the Surrey Library and the Chinatown, that's Chinatown down Vancouver. Well, goddamn. Yeah, so Sandra Bullock was here. Yeah, well, it, for listeners, if you haven't figured it out, yeah, we live in BC. Around well, the Vancouver area. Yeah. <laughs> Well, where we used to live was... Uh, well, this was all minutes. the lower mainland. Yeah. Where we used to live was a 10-minute drive from the Cerberus Cafe in in the new... Um, <clears throat> what's that series? Sabrina. Sabrina. Yeah. Yeah. Like and bear in mind, like, my workplace is right near where the new Smallville set is. And yeah. you know, one of our first things coming out here, you took me to the set of uh, Once Upon a Time. Yeah, the old, the old set. old set, yeah. Well, well, the original, like that set, like where it was. The damn town. Right. Was the set. Right. <laughs> oh, my. Like, it's, it's uh, out here, for those who might not know, uh, the whole Vancouver area here is kind of known as Canada's Hollywood. Yeah, they call it Hollywood North. <laughs> okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the unofficial official name. <laughs> Hollywood North. <laughs> Everybody's been here. Even when I you remember when I went down to go see the the film school, a little bit. Yeah. So their green room, the the guy who gave me the tour, mm-hmm. he said that like their green room is a half a block. Wow, that's intense. And at least a three story building on the inside. I think this thing is growing. I think it's growing too. I'm making a blanket for those of you who are wondering what we're talking about. The Not talking about any body parts. I'm talking about a crcheted blanket. The the cross stitch is real, people. The cross stitch is real for those who are following. Oh, for the following. love of God, it's not cross stitch. Give you the middle finger right now. You know it's crochet. Our little one knows the word crochet. You keep calling it knitting half the time. She knows it better. Crochet. For our listeners who are following, oh my that, lord, that episode was fucking gold. <laughs> the slip stitch one. Slip stitch. Yeah, that was that was great. Oh shit! Most of these episodes, you find me crocheting because it keeps my hands busy and fidget free. Yeah. It is my fidget. So anyway, yeah, the the place is like almost three stories high, and. He couldn't tell me exactly who has been there, but he was gracious enough to give me hints that he didn't verbalize <laughs> <laughs> because there's posters on the walls, right? Yeah. So 
every now and again. I didn't catch it until maybe by the third. I like I noticed him doing it. He kind of looked odd, you know, but he was so subtle about it. So you kind of look at a poster and then you walk again, you know. <laughs> you look at another poster, you walk again, <laughs> and then I start putting to it. Oh, right, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, because you were look. Yeah, at that one point you had thought about potentially yeah, seeing if you could get into the film school type thing and do that. Their animation department, holy fuck zone. They literally have a room of like, maybe I can't even, okay, you don't understand. Think university classroom. And that was a, that's a full flat floor of all computers animating. Amazing. Like, I stood at the door. He's like, yeah, we can go now. I'm like, just hold the fuck on. Just so our, our listeners know, when we talk about some of these other things that we do, it's a matter of, like, the shaman thing for for you. It, it's your lifeblood. It's mm-hmm. an integrated part of you no matter what else is going on. Mm-hmm. But some of your other major passions are uh, music, and film. Any, anything to do with content creating. Content creating. Yeah. Yep. No and matter, co- and no. you love to cook personally. Yeah. You've done it professionally quite a bit. You are a chef, but also you've, uh, you now, now these days you just like to cook personally. Yeah. You, you'd host a killer dinner party. Straight up. I could do that shit in my sleep. Researching. So those are some hey, of your dear. passions. And like for me, like I find crocheting a lovely hobby. I like a lot of crafty things, reading. But you're a writer at heart. My heart is writing. Mm-hmm. The psychic even is, it's less of a life, but it's part of me. It's like for someone who who likes to run, for example, you know, it's something they do every day. It makes them feel good. It's just a part of them. They're good at it. They're mm-hmm. not trying to pursue it professionally. They just yeah, they like run, run every day. Yeah. That's where the psychic thing is in me. It's a natural part of my daily life. Something I'm good at, something that I, I don't feel complete not using. Well, yeah. It, well, it's, you turn it on, turn it off. It's, my it, heart passion is it's a, it's writing. A, it's in your DNA. It's your, It's a part of your yeah, DNA. Yeah, exactly. That's why I akin it to someone who is just a passionate runner. Yeah. You know, that, that need to run. Like our little one. She barely walks. She, she basically runs. Like all day. I can't think walk. offhand when I have seen her walk lately. She speed Oh, no, no. I have seen her walk when she's tired coming back from a walk. <laughs> Literally. You know, by about six blocks, she she gets down to a walk. <laughs> Sometimes by four. Sometimes it takes four, it only takes four blocks for her to start getting down to a walk. You know the funny part? When she, when she does realize she's walking. Can I have a piggyback ride? <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Mostly, no. <laughs> We're tiring your ass out. <laughs> you child needs some wearing out. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I really should get back to my Bob Ross impressions. 
at some point here. As you're looking up at the wall. Yeah. See? Bit of a personally well, therapeutic. My brain is calmer now session. than it was like. See? It is therapeutic for you. You were really. Ago. Yeah, you were really agitated. Quite so. You are much calmer now. I think even I am. Yeah, see? This is us having a personal therapy session for everybody to listen to. Mm. <laughs> I don't know who you want to call it that. <laughs> <laughs> Take it for what it is, people. Take it for what it is. <clears throat> uh, I think it's probably going to conclude it because I feel kind of good. Uh, people are going to... This is usually where we trail off into silent moments and then just come up with a random piece of stuff. We start doing our own thing and then just keep talking at each other for a couple minutes. I know, it's so weird, right? Off. And we don't want to submit you guys to <clears throat> random spurts like that where we're silent for three or four minutes and you hear one of us doing the dishes or somebody reading something <laughs> and then all of a sudden us talking. Or start talking while one of us is peeing or something. Oh, that's just... We'll say you guys. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's funny here, but we won't submit you guys to that. You know it's going to come to the point where we forget the bikes are actually on, right? You know that, right? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to forget. <laughs> I'm saying now, I, I can't see myself forgetting. Yeah, because you got fuzzies up on your neck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love that one. <laughs> All right. Well, good night to everybody. And good chat. These are some of the things that have been in our day and interesting bits. Hmm. <sighs> yeah. You want to tell them something good? I don't know. I was thinking, thinking of the title. I was thinking we're yeah, going to end up titling it something like uh, Parallel Universes and I don't know, something like Other Miscellaneous. I'll think of a better word. I'll think of, I'll think of something better. Good lord. Uh, other oh. miscellaneous. Uh, parallel universes <laughs> and other fun stuff. I like miscellaneous. Yeah, well, something like that. Anyways, you know, it's, so it's got to be unique and weird shit for people to click on it. <laughs> All right. Parallel universes like and other, other miscellaneous. I like other fun stuff, too. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't have like, that ring to it. All right, so go miscellaneous. Yeah, I like I like you had it right there first time. Okay. Parallel universes and other miscellaneous. There we go. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, that's it. Welcome, people. Stay hydrated. Go have some sex. It's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>